0: Welcome to another fabulous episode of My Orgasmic Life. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette. Woo! <laughs> and so you might have heard a rumor that I'm getting married on Friday. And I needed to clear up some space around this and have some a conversation about my journey around it. What does that mean for my life? Um, but the biggest thing that I wanted to say is it's not a joke. So <laughs> recently I was interviewed on, uh, you know, uh, the pleasure zone and she's known me for a long time. And so the first question she asked me as soon as she saw me was, she's like, are you fucking with us? There's no, like no way you're getting fucking married. Like you must be fucking with us. And I'm like, no, it's true. <laughs> I'm not fucking with you. It is actually happening. Okay. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to answer a series of the, the, the burning questions that people have been, you know, a statement. And then I want to talk to you about why do we feel like the statement, the, the most common statement I've heard is. Finally, you're settling down. And I want to have a conversation with you about why do we perceive partnership, choosing a partner or partners, um, as a settling, all right? And that's what we're going to talk about. But before I get into that piece, I want to answer a bunch of questions people have. So the next question that people have been asking me, besides the fact that are you fucking with us, (laughs) has been like. Who captured you? Like what kind of partner actually convinced you to settle, to get married, to like, you know, put a ring on it. So here's the thing. The person who I'm marrying, his name is Lady Bunny. (laughs) That's what I call him. (laughs) His legal name is a lot of names, but what he goes by is Gary Bear, okay, so everybody who knows who I'm talking about. Now, he's been my primary partner for at least the last five, six years now, actually, Um, and all of the lives and all of the posts and all the pictures that you see me at the nudist resort, I'm out at his place. And the reason that we, he's, he's one of my best friends, and we laugh all the time, and we are incredibly compatible, um, we don't fight, it's super easy, and of course, we have epic sex. So that's who, so he said to me recently, you know, all these people keep asking like, you know. Uh, all these people try, like, you know, throughout my life, I've had a harem. And, and sometimes the harem is really delightful. And sometimes there's drama in the harem. And one of the biggest dramas in my harem has always been that um, people that are in the harem want to be the only one, want to be special, want to all of a sudden for me to become monogamous, which I, I am not monogamous and even while I'm getting married, I am not planning on being monogamous. And I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. So what ends up happening in the harem is that somebody wants me to be monogamous. They want to be the only one, they want to be the special one. And that causes disharmony, but it also makes for me to actually not want them to be a part of my life. So in a moment of wisdom recently, Lady Bunny said to me, he's like, you know, because people were asking him, you know, like, how did you capture me? (laughs) How did you get me? And he said, by letting her be her and loving her unconditionally makes her love me even more. I don't have to change. She doesn't have to change who she is. And it's true. Because he's allowed me, not allowed me, he's, he's, it's just, you know, being a part of our relationship is that he, he, and I use the word allow, but I don't mean it like he has to give me permission, but, you know, he's comfortable with him being comfortable with just me being me, exactly who I am, unfiltered, uncensored, allowing me to just be has made me fall in love with him. And fall in love with him deeply on a deep, deep level of like my soul and intimacy. All right. So there, I said that out loud. <laughs> okay. That's number one. Number two, why am I getting married? Because I was actually quite happy. I was quite content and quite happy in my lovely little, my my arrangement. I have my primary partner. I have my harem of lovers. It's all good. So why did I decide to do this whole legal marriage? Well, it started because I was working on my will and my estates, and all the things that happen, you know, being a grown up and needing to, you know, put things in, you know, setting things up in motion so that in the event of somebody's death, um, you know, lady buddy's death or my death, that things are taken care of. So in this process, I spend a lot of time looking at all the things that happen with with death, and there's certain benefits that only are given to married people. So it doesn't matter. It didn't matter that Lady Bunny was my primary partner. It didn't matter that we had a significant relationship. There's just certain things in society, in particular Canadian society, that you only get certain privileges from marriage. And so there's marriage privilege legal marriage privilege for tax purposes death purposes um, health purposes there's all these things so i actually this is this is how not romantic of a girly girl i am i went to the lawyer four times to try to find a loophole <laughs> around do I have to get legally married? And it turns out that there's just, that's the only way you can get these particular benefits and these particular privileges. So I proposed to Lady Bunny. This was my proposal in a text. All right, I'm like, so bad news. This is what my text was, bad news. It turns out we have to get legally married, but don't worry, it's only until you die. Now, this is what his response was, which is awesome. He's like, eh, I could do worse. My response was like, you're right. You definitely could do worse, but not better. And then here's the moment of truth, people. This is when I knew he was meant to be my husband. His response was, well, that's kind of hot. I've always had a fantasy about my wife cheating on me. My response was, Well, that's good because I plan on doing it a lot. And that was our proposal. As you can see, it wasn't very romantic, but neither one of us are incredibly attached to romance. That's not how either one of us moves. So it works out perfectly. And and then it's been a really fascinating journey about how other people are responding to me, that there's the, all the marriage privileges that exist in our society beyond the benefits, like the legal benefits, but also um, how people are responding to me and reacting to me and interacting with me. Um, and and so it's been fascinating. Um, the last thing I want to say before I get into this whole construct of settling is that When I was a little girl, just to give you a framework of like, why are you not like thrilled and squealing and, you know, doing all the things that brides do? Because they're just so excited that, you know, some somebody chose them and they get to spend their life with somebody. Why are you not behaving that way? And that's also a big piece of (laughs) one of the questions. Like, why are you not? You should be more thrilled. And I'm like, I'm not thrilled. (laughs) I'm annoyed that I have to do this (laughs) culturally, societally. Um, and part of that is because when I was a little girl I didn't grow up dreaming of a wedding I didn't grow up dreaming of getting married I didn't play house I didn't play with dolls I was out building forts doing treasure hunts being a pirate and you know basically being the alpha in my male group friends that's what I grew up with And so when little, with all my little, you know, when you're spending time with little girls, they're all like, let's play house. And I'm like, no way. I got shit to do and things to go build and create. So it's not in my makeup. It's not in who I am. I am not a girly girl. I did not dream of having a family. I did not dream of being a mother. And I did not dream of getting married. These are not my life dreams, nor are these my biggest accomplishments my biggest accomplishments are quitting smoking and re, you know and reclaiming my health after a major car accident and you know building a beautiful business and empire to help the world heal from sexual abuse and trauma and find the make the world a better and happier and sexier place these are my huge accomplishments so i remember when one of the girls were like never say no i'm like i'm never getting married i remember really clearly like this girl was like i was like that's dumb they wanted me to play house with them i'm like that's dumb and they're like i'm like i'm never getting married this is something that i said when i was a little girl and they were like never say never and so i thought fine you're right if i find somebody who's willing to marry me naked and have a naked marriage and naked wedding then maybe that would be a good person. And I might consider marrying them. So little did I know when I was a tiny little girl that I was setting up this moment in time, which is I plan on having a naked wedding because you know my partner lives at the nudist resort and I'm planning on moving out there in August so that I will be living out at the nudist resort. So who knows what the future lies for you? Because <laughs> God knows I didn't see this coming. <laughs> Especially when I was seven. Okay, so let's talk about settling, this whole construct of settling. So one of the things, the most popular response that beyond congratulations, and I'm so happy for you, has been, it's about time you're settled. (sighs) Finally, you're settling. And I find that really weird. Like, why do we think that that's a good idea? Like, if we're going to choose a partner, and we're gonna have a partner in our lives, should it not be because they ex- help us be the best version of ourselves, both good and looking at, looking at ourselves from the good, the bad, the ugly? Should it not be about um, living your life and maximizing your life and improving your life? Because when I hear the word, it's about time you settled. This is what I think wow, your life was super awesome, and now you're finally going to give it all up to be married. That's what I hear when I hear you finally settled. And that's the complete opposite. The only reason that I'm choosing marriage for it, well, there's a bunch of reasons why I'm choosing marriage. One, for the marriage legal benefits that that go along with that. Two, it's a fascinating experiment in society (laughs) and how people perceive marriage. Um, And three, um, you know, I really enjoy this person. And, you know, he helps to make my life more, more, not less, but more. And when we think of relationships and coupling and partnership, Exactly. Totally. No settling. When we think of partnerships and we think of um, companionship, it shouldn't be from a place of less that somehow you need to be smaller, that you need to uh, give up the things that you enjoy, that you need to give up your life so that you can finally be responsible and settle and do your duty. And that's where that comes from is to do your duty. You can't just be enjoying life like that's not responsible like you have to like give it up and i say fuck that shit completely 100 percent, fuck it no and i have not settled and i will not settle and the partner that i'm choosing does not desire for me to settle and i don't need to settle in anything there's nothing in my life that is going to change I am still going to be an ethical slut. I am still going to have my harem. I am still going to run my business. I am still going to be a pro-dominatrix and, you know, beat people for money. I am still going, nothing in my life, the only thing in my life that's changing is that I get a bunch of tax breaks as well as I get to go live out in the Nunes resort, So I don't have to put on pants ever unless I go to the grocery store, (laughs) which is fantastic. So I really want you to take a moment, everybody who's listening, I really want you to take a moment and think about, do I feel like I need to give up a part of myself in order to be in this relationship, in order to sustain this relationship? And if the answer is that you need to give up a part of yourself for this person to love you, to like you, to be in a relationship with you, then this is not your partner. This is not your soulmate. This is not one of the ones. This is not a good fit for you. The best fits are the ones where you don't have to change a single thing about who you are. And they don't have to change a single thing about who they are and you just really really enjoy each other and you help each other and you improve you 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 support each other to become the best versions of themselves that's what unconditional love and acceptance is that is what a relationship is about that is a relationship that is worth investing your emotions your time and your energy and your resources in so if you're in a relationship that you feel like you've settled then it's maybe a good idea to reevaluate that relationship and whether that's to get some support on how to re Calibrate that relationship and renegotiate that relationship, or support in helping you get out of that relationship. You can find me at GaiaMorissette.com, which is my now website hub where it shows it's the gateway to all of the ways in which you can spend time with me, hang out with me, work with me. I have programs and courses. I have a fantastic course called Finding Your True Love or Loves, depending on your love paradigms. that will be happening, I believe, in June. Uh, starts in June. It's a guided course, so you know if you want to learn how to figure out who you are, what to reframe, what your love paradigms are, whether they're serving you or not serving you, where they come from, um, and how you can truly, truly find your true love or loves, and not settle on any level emotionally, physically, financially. There's no need to settle. We want to expand. All right, so it's happening. I am getting married on Friday. What's today? Tuesday. <laughs> Three more sleeps, okay? Now, to prove for all of you people are like, I still think she's fucking with us. <laughs> I promise I'm not really fucking with you. Um, To prove to all of you that I'm not fucking with you and I'm actually getting married, I am going to videotape the ceremony, the first ceremony, the ceremony at City Hall, which is just going through the motions and, uh, you know, the fun ceremony. So what's going to happen at my actual wedding? So the one on Friday is just like, It's like the test run, basically. It's uh, the one where we sign all the legal documents and do all those things. But the real wedding, the real celebration of me choosing this partner and this partner choosing me and us making vows and commitments to each other will happen once COVID is done. And once COVID is done, and it's safe to gather, and it's safe to, you know, no one has to wear masks, okay? So when that happens, I will be having a beautiful naked wedding at the nudist resort. And which is great because it saves me so much money on my wedding dress. Because <laughs> I'm going, commando. I will, you can picture this, I will be wearing this beautiful tiara, I will be covered in Hannah designs, Hannah designs, I will have flowers in my hair, flowers around my wrists and ankles, and I will look gorgeous, it's basically I'll look like a little fair, fair fairy and forest nymph, which I really am. And we will have our ceremony in our vows with our friends and family and by the way all of my friends and family that are going to be there have to be naked that's a prerequisite of during the ceremony they have to be naked and um if they're uncomfortable with that that's too bad because my family made me wear bras to their wedding (laughs) so paybacks of it Anyways, um, and then after the ceremony, we're gonna have a lovely potluck barbecue with a fire, roast some marshmallows um, and then around six because I go to bed early So around six um, I will n- announce everybody who's not invited to the female or into the wedding orgy it is time for you to leave now. And so all of the people who are not invited to the wedding orgy will leave. And then I will consummate my marriage with my friends in the orgy, the wedding orgy, to just really, really embrace the fact that I am ethically non-monogamous, including in my wedding and my marriage. All right, so gotta love it. Now you all know, now you understand what's going on, why I'm doing what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. And, you know, um, I love you all for, you know, all of your support, all of your love, all of your encouragement. I also love you all for your confusion. I love you all for all of the, you know, questions that you've asked. And I hope this is an opportunity as, you know, part of my joy in life is to kind of make everybody uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> so. Hope that this created this beautiful way of maybe looking at, well, why do we assume that Gaia was settling? Did we assume that Gaia, when she announced that she was getting engaged, did we assume she was gonna become monogamous? Did we assume that she was gonna change who she was and how she moved in the world? Um, Because that was a lot of the reaction that I got from a lot of my listeners and my followers was that they thought that I was gonna become something else because I was getting married instead of I'm getting married because this person with to this person, because I don't need to be anything other than I am. And I don't need to change any part of my life. And I want that for you. I want that for you and your life and your love life and your sex life. And your in all aspects of who you are. So Come see me, come hang out with me. Let me help you navigate and guide you in those spaces. Again, you can reach me at gaiamorissette.com. Also, don't forget to check out my online courses that I'm running, um, which is super exciting. And the one specifically for around love that I'm running is called Finding Your True Love or Loves. Mm. Ah. All right. So when I talk to you next week, I will be a married woman. (laughs) That's just so weird. (laughs) But I promise it's true. (laughs) All right. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, I do last thing. Don't forget to check out my Patreon. Tip your hostess. Don't forget to uh, join and listen to My Orgasmic Life, which is the podcast. And don't forget, I also uh, run and host Tickle.life's podcast, and we are looking for guests who want to come on and share their personal first first of anything around sex, relationships, dating um, with the audience. So, if you're interested in being a guest on Tickle Life podcast, send me a private message, okay? On my social media, Gaia Morissette. Mwah. Love yous. Bye.